Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hangar 9, the best and official London Spitfire and British Hurricane fan podcast. I'm Squiddy. And I'm Kiwi. And it has now been an entire year of Hanging Out with Hangar 9 and oh my god, what a ride it's been. It's kind of, I've been here 48 episodes-ish, something like that. And oh, it, it's kind of it's a nice routine to get into each week. Just come in, talk about Overwatch, and just have a lot of fun. I think hanging out with Hanging Iron is one of the craziest things I've ever been a part of. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way or, or a bad way? The, I hope it's a good way. In the best way. It's brilliant. You know me. It's my brand of chaos. So yeah. It, yeah, there's there's been many moments. I haven't been here uh, since the start, like uh, yourself and Lemon. Let's not forget about Lemon. Um, but yeah, the the times have flown by since starting. Yeah, absolutely. We had the the bloopers episode uh, near Christmas time, which doesn't even skim the surface of what goes on in a normal episode. I mean. If I get through one without making a flub, it is it is good. I, I think <laughs> normally I mess up more than a lot. It is a miracle once. if we get through one episode without somebody screwing <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the bloopers episode is one of my favourite highlights to look forward to of the year. I have a feeling that um, the one at the end of season four is going to be a lot longer as well. Um, yeah, I think Cam's collecting <laughs> them more more vigilantly now, uh, and especially with the end of each episode, I don't know if you noticed, uh, since the turn of 2021, each episode, me and Kiwi always make a weird noise as we finish up recording just before we uh, click stop, and uh, Cam is now keeping those noises in, so uh, I think we should try and mix them up each time. I think so, let's have some fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, the amount of the pe- the different people we've seen on this. So we've had Oak on it. We've had yourself. We've had Tony Way as well. We've had Nuki on the show, which definitely I don't I don't know how that happened, <laughs> really. But I am so glad it did. I still sit back some days and I'm like to say I'm no one special. I'm nothing important. I'm just in an Overwatch League London Spitfire fan. Yeah. We've sat and had a conversation with the general manager of the London Spitfire. Like, I can't quite register that in my brain. Yeah, it has been ridiculous. Um, kind of just as hanger, ha- the hanger as well with the Q and A's with Nuki and the coaches as well has been amazing. And kind of your rise uh, into <laughs> into the podcast is kind of something as well. Yeah, my <laughs> my journey here was a little bit of a weird one. Um, there was a couple of weekends in a row, I think. We all hit that point where we just don't know what we want to do with our lives. And we have those, you know, those mini meltdowns where you're just like, I don't want to do anything. Constantly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I had a couple of them uh, in a row, not in a great place. And my partner made me just kind of take stock and think of the things that I loved. And one of those was esports. And I'd seen what you guys at Hanging Iron were doing. And I was like, you know what? I have absolutely no experience and very little to offer in the way of skill. But you know what? I'm going to apply anyway. 
so I did. Um, and Oak either took extreme amounts of pity on me, <laughs> um, or as he says, he liked my passion. Um, and I became the what, apprentice digital producer for the design team. I think that was the official title until we stole you. And then, yeah, and then you and Lemon and Cam stole me away, and here I am. <laughs> yeah, on the podcast team, haven't interviewed Nuki and looking forward to great things in uh, 2021. And speaking of recruitment, that is exactly what Hangar 9 are doing right now. It just The tweet, I think, came out late earlier today of... We're needing more people. We need more graphics designers. We need more multimedia producers, more game makers to help us both online and hopefully in the near future offline events. Imagine being able to talk to someone face to face. God, that what a crazy idea that is. I know, right? And for everyone at home, we've been hosting this podcast together for, for a good six months now. I've, yeah, I've definitely known you about six, seven If not longer, ago. and we've still not met. <laughs> no, no. COVID restrictions not allowing that. But yeah, I think it's just a great opportunity, a great way to get experience as well within the esports industry. I started just as multimedia producer, only doing the podcast. And then near the beginning, I was like, hey, can I do some tourneys? I think it'd be really cool. Started doing that. And then somehow I've now found myself in a leadership position as deputy co-deputy general manager with the very lovely Nika and yeah I don't know how it's happened either everyone so you everyone questioning it I question it myself as well well you even have your own cage now ah yes I I am put in the cage every time we do a pub quiz which is always fun hashtag uh, free squiddy hashtag team squid but uh it's definitely been one of the definitely helped me through uh these lockdowns that we've had it's kind of helps focus your mind on something uh to to do rather than just aimlessly going about the the, these lockdown days yeah and if you're looking for something to fill your february there is of course the spitfire flight school which has just been announced it's basically a overwatch boot camp as you could call it i guess i'm running from the 15th to the 19th yeah, absolutely. It's a great way to improve your Overwatch abilities. I know I definitely need that because <laughs> I think the last time we've been playing, a lot of SR has been dropped and need a way of uh, turning that around. So I think this is a great way to improve your Overwatch skill. And you get to, I think, the players and coaches are involved. Nuki, as we discussed, I think will be involved as well. So definitely worth a sign up. Yeah, and at the very least, it will be a lot of fun. These types of esports boot camps usually are. But yeah, definitely, I'm... we've got to get on to the preseason. This is the bit that we are absolutely dying to dive into. Oh, God, yeah. It, we're, count- we've, we're through one month of 2021. We've only got about three months, I think it is. It's April is the start of this preseason, is the start of the season, and... I cannot wait for it, but some big changes are already in motion. Uh, one of which is that Activision Blizzard Esports has been working with YouTube to get the drops working for Overwatch League and the Call of Duty League with account linking, which will just make it so much easier to get those Overwatch League tokens because it was a bit of a pain to do it last year. You had to go on the website, and I remember through it during the grand finals, it actually crashed. 
because I know they had that Tracer skin that was available during the Grand Finals, and it crashed because so many people were watching it. So hopefully this will make that much more seamless. Yeah, this is going to be massive. Um, people wanted wanted this pretty much from the moment it, that it was announced that they'd be using YouTube and not Twitch. Yeah. And the Overwatch League app hasn't been the most reliable. Um, YouTube was definitely the higher quality place yeah. to stream your premium Overwatch League content. So yeah, giving us those drops, nice and simple, exactly what people have been asking for. Yeah, absolutely. I, it's going to be brilliant. But also what's brilliant is that teams are now able to set up their own stores and create their own merchandise. We've seen it with uh, the Boston Uprising. They've got their store up and running, fully fledged, and they've made this like American football-styled jersey with the number one on it and it looks really cool i am i i I am slightly jealous of not being a boston fan because i would buy it it does look that good i'm secretly praying that the spitfire follow suit and we end up with something similar because that jersey is sick but there is no way in hell i'm putting on a boston uprising jersey me either but Spitfire are doing their own merch. I don't know if you, if you guys remember, but just before, around the Christmas period, they were doing these loot box type things for £99 where you get socks, a jersey, a lanyard, other things in it. I think pin badges possibly as well. Yeah, you got a lot of London Spitfire goodies in it. And they're back again and I think a worthwhile deal if you're a big London Spitfire fan. 100% putting everything that you could want in one box wrapping it up with a bow and sending it out it is absolutely yes. ideal and they did sell out very quickly last time so if you want in one of those head on over to the store as soon as you can and grab yourself a deal yeah absolutely but we can talk about merchandise and these drops but there would be no reason to get them if there were no teams to watch and support and the big question everyone has going into this preseason is can shock get the three peat can they be can they just sustain this legacy they've built and i think they could it is very possible that they could sustain the level of success they've had no <laughs> no that's, is this that's, personal that's or? all i have to say no <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd say it's it's coming from a place of competition more than anything i think um but i'm just i don't know i'm excited for something new and i'm looking at some of the changes that the teams have made this year and there's some serious contenders in the pool this season and i think moth leaving i know he's only one player but I think that's going to impact them more than we may realise now. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm going to call it nice and early and say that while they are going to be quite a dominating team this season, they are not taking home the three-peat. And I have shocked Squiddy into silence. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we can go with that. But my internet just likes cut out for a minute. I mean, I know you said about Moth and he's leaving. And that will be a big impact. But they brought in FD God, who has definitely looked phenomenal for the Paris Eternal last season. I mean, man, I mean, 
definitely helped clutch the fights. I mean, who remember in the All-Stars game, his battle against Funny Astro in the Lucio 1v1 on, uh, what was it? Rialto? Uh, not Dorado. That's it. The Canal one. That was Rialto. absolutely amazing. The amazing, that fight. And I think... They're, yes, they have lost an absolute god of support, but they've brought in a lit- literally named a god support, and I, I think they'll be fine in that regard. And then in terms of DPS, yeah, Arn's retiring, even the scene, definitely an impact, but he was never happy when he was there, and we obviously players' health is number one. But they were able to bring in Nero, who definitely popped off on the Guangzhou charge. And I think will just show everyone why he's such a high rate, highly rated DPS. Oh, 100%. I'm not writing the San Francisco shock off. Um, I just think that with the amount of changes that they've had this season, they are going to have to take time to find that rhythm again and that synergy. And I think yeah. some of the team's rosters are now just as even and just as good as theirs is now. So I think it puts it on a bit more of an even playing field. And to be honest, I like that idea. I like the idea of expecting the unexpected. And they're not really being a massive underdog, but they're also not being like this big Goliath team that nobody can beat either. Um, I think it just it yeah. makes every matchup a little bit more interesting. Like you're not going into... Um, let's say, a, a matchup against Boston and thinking, well, we're obviously going to steamroll this because it's Boston. Because they've made some really good pickups recently that might pull them out of the bottom of the bottom of the table. So, yeah, it's it's unpredictable and that's what makes it exciting. Absolutely. Unpredictable it has been the the key word, I would say, with the pre-season or the off-season that we've had so far. And Jake, going back to the Houston Outlaws, is definitely one of that something that amplifies that word i mean i did not expect that whatsoever like i thought he was done and dusted his casting career was going well obviously when he went rap god on king's row last year was absolutely insane but i mean i am excited to see the jake rat back i felt this coming i just you felt it are you a jedi yes <laughs> like I kind of had an egg gut feeling that this would happen and he would eventually come back only because when you watch old uh, outlaw matches and you you just watch him live as he's playing you can see how into it he is and how much he enjoys it and then on Twitter and when he's casting you can see that the passion for the game is still there and I think if you are feeling that way towards the game and you do have that level of passion, it is always going to draw you back in eventually. So it was just a matter of time until he made his uh, return to the Overwatch League. I'm just insanely happy that he is coming back to Houston and we are finally getting a good homecoming this year. Yeah, it's great that Jake is back at Houston, but he's not going to be surrounded by the, some of the familiar faces he may know of in the form of Jexa and Rappel. Used to be Houston players, but now are on Dallas, and this is going to make that Battle of Texas that extra spicy, extra spicy barbecue. Texas barbecue. 
Yeah, I'm no, I'm so work. excited. Like <laughs> you can make all the Texas puns you want, but legit, I am so excited for the Battle of Texas. Like, it's always been lit. It's yeah. It's always been amazing. It's always been good anyway, but now you've got it can't for me it comes down to who wants it more because both rosters are looking pretty polished. Like obviously Element Mystic and our Dallas Fuel, um, although they have not had the best start, only getting one win in the uh the next tournament that took place in China recently. But yeah. hydration is a big one to watch for me coming off of moving to the tank role last season. Now he's back on that DPS role. And you've got Jake and Dante back together again. For me, I think Houston won it more. And I'm going to put my bet down now on Houston coming out of the Battle of Texas on top. I mean, again, I like last week, I don't like doing it. But I have to agree with you. I think <laughs> Dallas, again... I mean, they have changed their entire roster. They've put all their eggs in the Element Mystic basket. Uh, I, I, I like rooting for the underdog, and you have to feel that this Houston side technically is the underdog. But with the underdog comes that passion, comes that tenacity, especially in the form of Jake and Dante being there, sit or were there at the very beginning of this team, and I think they are on. They'll kind of understand this battle kind of more than the players on the Dallas Shield because they've felt it so many times. They were at the homestand, the Dallas Shield homestand last season before all the COVID hit where they lost in front of that big crowd. They want to come back from that. Yeah, Houston have got something to prove. Um, And we've we've all seen Jake in interviews and playing live and casting and the guy absolutely hates to lose um he's, he's driven by that spark of competition so for me that reunion between him and the dallas uh, dallas the houston teammates that were there before and um, mixed with the fact that they are the underdogs they do have something to prove i just think it's gonna it's gonna push them that a little bit further i don't think dallas want it enough no, definitely not. I mean, there's a reason match chat in the game is more or less banned because of Jake and how much <laughs> bad mouthing he did. But that is what we're excited to see in the ta- Battle of Texas. But that is not the only big battle next season that we are looking forward to. There is only one other I think that we can speak very personally about, and that is the Spitfire versus Eternal. Battle of Europe, I think it's been called... It's going to be big this year. Yeah, if I had to pick one matchup that captivates me the most or really gets my competitive side going, it would 100% be this one. Like, the Battle of Europe, who's going to win? It's obviously us. Just throwing it out there nice and early, it's us. But (laughs) it's still going to be a very good game to watch. Definitely. I think it's always good to have a good battle between these two. And big roster changes before both teams, obviously. Spitfire, we've talked about, gone to this full EU Western roster. Uh, Paris just got robbed by the Dallas Fuel for all <laughs> their players. I mean, it's going to be interesting just to see 
the passion because of course mainly European players are in it they kind of know the rivalry the or the historic rival between England and France which kind of leans itself into the London Spitfire versus the Paris Eternal I do have one big question though go on where is Ben Best where is Ben Best we maybe that's the next Cluedo book <laughs> what's it called well, like, the man in the striped pajamas where's Wally that's it <laughs> where is Ben that's Best it. like <laughs> I'm so angry about this like we have been robbed European Overwatch League fans have been robbed of the magnificence that is Ben Best that is true but maybe this can redeem it slightly Spitfire, not content with three DPS. Three cracked DPS as well. Three cracked DPS have gone, you know what? We're gonna do it. We had a comment from it on it last week. Kiwi, you are also somehow clairvoyant in seeing this happen <laughs> before it even occurred. Told you. The boy Shacks has shacked up into the hangar. As the latest London Spitfire player. And oh, what a pickup it is. Like, oh my god. Next season is going to be fire. We were literally saying um, that we couldn't think of many ways that we'd like to improve the Spitfire from what we already had um, a couple of weeks ago going into season four. But the one thing we would like to see is the addition of Sharks. And it's not often that when we ask for something, we get it. But oh my god, have we got it. Yeah, maybe uh, Kiwi next time. I, you could ask for a million quid, I think. I, I, I like that a lot. But I mean, this Shaq's pickup, yes. Just, we are just going to go in all guns blazing next season, definitely. Oh yeah, and uh, if we're on the topic of things that we want from the Overwatch League gods, I, I'm just going to throw my name in the hat and be like, Ben Best, please. For me. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of the great things about Shaq's joining the Spitfire is that wonderful reunion that he will have with Reprise from their days in the Florida Mayhem Academy. Yeah, I mean, that just helps build on the synergy of this team, helps integrate him into this team more. I mean, Danish as well, World Cup team with uh, Molfig and Kellex, I th- believe will just, again, they, they they have played with each other before. Maybe not as a whole team, but in parts. And I think we can get, we can start getting excited as to what this Spitfire side can offer us. Because I know we've been told temporary expectations, it is a new side. But I can't do that. I want to see this team 3 nilling the San Francisco Shock. <laughs> is that even possible 100 percent. yes i'm gonna say that we can do that 100 percent. no i meant in terms of the regions 
Yeah, we are in the same region as a shock, aren't we? We are indeed. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank God. I did, I did, I did remember. Quickly. I know. Yeah. Every, I want to see that happen. Everybody moving to China has got uh, everybody a little on edge as to which teams are still in the NA region. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been hyped for this team since the announcement reveal video. One, cause the video was so damn good. Um, but two, yeah. just because we've spent so long watching the Hurricanes slap in contenders, I just we've got that underdog label as well this season so there's a little bit less pressure um i just i think that this spitfire squad are going to hit a lot lot harder than a lot of teams are currently giving them credit for definitely i think what we forget is how much overwatch league experience is in this side we got Blase, we've got Kellex, we've got Ripper, we've got... Molfig. Molfig? He hasn't been in Owl, has he? Had he? I'm just saying, like, the, the combined experience between Owl and Contenders is huge. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We They've all competed at such a high level. They know some of the expectations, and I think... They, they all know the common goal as well. It feels like that we're going to get to know the team, not just on screen, but also off screen uh, with the interviews and stuff. And I think that's just going to help them relax more, get get help them get, get the community behind them as well, which will also influence the play and maybe help them play better as well. Because I know, especially we've seen like, Premier League at the moment, some teams aren't playing as well because there's no crowd around them and kind of no impetus to play to an expected level because you've got no one shouting at you. But not that I'm saying they want to be shouted at, but to have a community with you supporting you is always just going to be always beneficial to you. Yeah, it can be the difference. Crowd support can be the difference in a really close matchup. Um, and the the former Hurricane lads and the current Spitfire boys have definitely got the support of the Spitfire community behind them, especially all of us at Hangar 9. We are pushing this so hard. We, we absolutely love these guys. And they've got the unstoppable force that is the amazing Nuki as a GM as well. Um, and honestly, yeah. this, this isn't just a new Spitfire team for me. This is the start of the Spitfire Empire. Oh. I like it. I like it. And I think you're absolutely right. I think they, they, they said when we did interview Nuki, they wanted to build something, not just for this year, but for the next couple of years. And I think they've definitely got off on a fantastic front foot. They have started setting those expectations and just keep smashing them out of the park. Yeah, this is definitely the way you do it. This is going to be absolutely huge. And we've got so many incredible games to look forward to next season. I just bring it on. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot wait until the new season starts. I we need to get like a countdown timer. Once we know like an official start date, we should be counting down the days until the league starts because it's been too long. I want to see <laughs> the Spitfire play. Well, it's roughly eleven weeks, right? I think so, something like that. And a couple, uh, yeah. after talking with uh, producer Cam this last week, um, while nothing is concrete, we can say that we have a very exciting schedule coming up over the next 11 weeks. 
uh, for everyone who is enjoying hanging out with Hanging Nine. Yeah, absolutely. Our pre-season is going to go to new levels that we've never seen before. It is going to be... I'm excited for it, and I've been doing this for a year, so that, uh, yeah, is everyone just keep your eyes peeled for what's going to come. Yeah, and as always, let us know what you want to see down in the comments below. Um, like the video, obviously, if you like the video, and we'll know what to talk about more in the future. Or if you disagree with us, let us know. A lot of people do not like my Overwatch League takes. <laughs> <laughs> they are a bit spicy. Of course, and if you don't want to miss out on any videos, why not click that subscribe button, click the bell so you are notified every time we upload a podcast. You can also follow us all on Twitter uh, to discuss Overwatch League with us or just kind of anything else in general. All our handles are in the description below. Yeah, and as always, if you don't have a favourite that you want to follow on Twitter, you can follow the official Hangar 9 account at Hangar 9 on Twitter or LDN underscore Hangar 9 on Instagram. Of course, don't forget to join our Discord. It is a fun place full of excitement and just a nice place to discuss things with the engineers. We are, of course, doing another games night this weekend with some more Among Us, which last time I immediately was suspicious of Kiwi, even though she wasn't the imposter. Uh, but it was it was a lot of fun. And yeah, we I'm really enjoying these games nights. I'm definitely going to have more of them in the future. So come on down and join the Discord. Yeah, definitely. And uh, definitely coming for you first this time. Oh, if you're the imposter or just in general? In general. Oh, <laughs> that, that's great to hear. But until everyone, until, until, oh, let me, start that. Let me but until next time, everyone, stay safe, wash your hands, aces high. Fangs out and hang loose. Skidoosh.